I hope that the time you've spent here has given you a sense that you really can make a difference. Welcome to Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. If you're listening to this, then the United States Congress has already shut down. Now, this isn't even close to being the most important thing I'm going to talk to you about during this dialogue. And if you're a regular listener of Making a Difference, this may seem a little bit different to you. Um, and, you you know, you will still hear from the sponsors. <laughs> uh, you'll, you know, still hear profound informational commentary but before i go through all of that i just want to say that mad is a dad making a difference as a father um my son was born about two weeks ago and like aside from my wife that's like the most important thing to me right now and out of that we're gonna have a very real conversation about a couple of things to include congress but before I just get started, you know, I, I always thank the sponsors and I still thank you guys. I just want to thank, uh, you know, thank my thank friends. Well, first I want to thank family. You know, just family, like, stepping up, you know, with the birth of my son. But I just really want to just step out and just, you know, shout out random acts of kindness by people who would otherwise be strangers if it wasn't for, you know, social media, you know, just you know groups um you know just you know social media you know outlets and things like that or like people that i work with i mean again you know people who would otherwise be strangers if i didn't know them through you know those those affiliations and through those associations and for those folks i am uh, just you know just deeply appreciative parenting is it's very interesting it's it's very rewarding and it's it it really changes your perspective in a way that people really they try to explain to you, but they really can't until you know you're like it's it's one of those things where the experience of it all I think outweighs even the best advice. And again, you know I'm, I'm appreciative for all of the advice and certainly don't trivialize it. It's just different when it's your son or your daughter that you're holding for the first time, or you know you're changing that first diaper. And I will say that you change a lot of diapers. So if you <laughs> if you um, are expecting and maybe you say, well, man, I've never changed a diaper. Don't worry about it. You'll get to be really good at it in a very short amount of time. As a, <laughs> a friend of the show, just a friend of mine said uh, they're pooping machines, which they are. But it's just an absolute blessing. And I'm really going to start a dialogue by asking like the parents, like how in the world do you. I mean, I understand the obligations that you have, you know, to go to work, to make money, to make a living. But I mean, how do you how do you leave your family at the house? You know, how do you leave this kid at the house and go back to work? You know, having to take paternity leave if your job even allows for that. Because, I mean, most jobs will allow you to, you know, take some time off, you know, for the birth of your child. But. First of all, do they pay you for that time off? You know, every job doesn't. But even beyond that, it's like, man, how much time is enough time? I know some people who've taken, you know, a couple of days. I know some people who've taken a couple of months. I know some people who, you know, took a year. And, you know, there are some governments, obviously not ours, who 
you know, allow for you to take a, the, a year off with your child, a pay of paid leave. And, you know, I just think about those things and I think about just the important time that you have bonding with your kid. And also think about the idea that, you know, America is supposedly the greatest country in the world. But how in the world does the greatest country well, the so-called greatest country in the world not allow you to have that time with your kids? And, you know, is that a part of the plan? Is that a part of the scheme? Make no mistake about it. You can't get that time back. And that's something I see, you know. I'm actually up here right now podcasting with y'all and I'm supposed to be going to work in a few hours, but this is, it's not even so much a rant. It's not even so much a catharsis It's like a mindset because one thing about your kids and I think kids do this for everybody. They make you better. And when I say that they make you better, like they make you focus on the things that's important, you know, it's amazing the stuff that we get into a fit about. And I'm not saying that we're not justified in our, you know, our righteous indignation when somebody gets our order wrong at a restaurant. <laughs> I mean, we pay for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you shouldn't get mad when people, when like, you know, somebody's supposed to deliver something to your house and they deliver the wrong package. Like, hey, you, you should be mad about that. But it's just different. Like, kids just put, like the like just the they they put things in perspective for you in a way that I think very few things can. And I think that that also goes for just your capacity to love. Not only to love that child, but to love the people around you, man. And that's the beautiful thing about kids and out of that, man, in terms of my child making me better. I want to be able to spend more time with my kid. And I understand that being able to spend more time with my kid involves me to be or requires me to be self-sufficient in a way that I can't be, you know, working with my current employment situation. I'm just keeping it like, you know, keeping it a buck right now. I know a lot of y'all feel like this and a lot of y'all may feel trapped by your situation. I never have. I never will. Especially since I see people around me, you know, that's able to get up, that's able to get up and get out. I'm not saying that's for everybody, but I do feel like that's for me. You know, we out here worshiping God. So when we say we're all that are all powerful and all knowing and all of these things. And I mean, we invest in a lot. Or maybe not as much as we should be investing, but I think for the greater for the better part of our life, that's that's been our belief system. That's been the idea that, you know, that we embrace sitting up here looking at a joint right now it's on my uh, it's look it's, it's here in the studio slash office it says the word of god is living and active sharper than any double-edged sword hebrews 4 12 so i mean that's what i believe in that's what i've been believing in that's what a lot of y'all believe in but i believe in tapping into that power and activating that power to create real a real you know paradigm shift in my life a shift that includes you know um <clears throat> Raising good kids and being able to spend time with those kids and getting as much time as you can, understanding that you can't get that time back. You know, a lot of cats want to stack early on saying, hey, man, I got to support this kid. I got to support this kid. I got to support my situation. And then you look up one day and it's like your kids are grown. It's like, man, I need the time back. But it's like, and it's funny because it's like you hear these cliches and they're so corny when you really sit down and think about them. People say time is money. Nah, dog. 
time is worth more than money. And if you ask any old person, well, to put that in perspective, because I mean, hey, we all need money. I mean, we, you know, hey, this is a paper chase, but time's worth more. You listen to Making a Difference. As I mentioned, I'm your host, Ken Macon. And if you're listening to this podcast, uh, Congress is shutting down or Congress has shut down. Let me go ahead and get some NFL picks off my chest real quick. Um, Philadelphia and the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. And of course, I could be completely wrong because <laughs> that's basically what I've been for the entire NFL playoffs. But I just don't think that a dome team is going to win um, on the road outside. And that's the situation with Philly, plus their home dogs. The Patriots, as much as I hate the Patriots and as much as I want Jacksonville to win, I don't know, man, I just feel like Jacksonville set himself up for some primetime clowning with all of this pregame conversation. I just feel like their attitude from going up to Pittsburgh where they had won earlier this year versus going to Foxborough, I just, you know, it's looking like it's going to be the Eagles and the Patriots. Now, I would love for that to be the Eagles and the Jaguars in a way that you cannot even imagine, but I just, I really don't see it happening. So you guys can take those picks and um, best of luck. Before I shout out the sponsors, I want to shout out a particular individual. And I think this is particularly important in the podcasting community. Uh, I got to shout out my man, Maine Bradley. And he has this saying, and it's actually a saying that I named one of the podcasts after and it's called and that his saying is actually something that he puts on his hat. He put it. He actually had it printed on a hat. And I don't know if, if he coined this phrase. I'm pretty sure he didn't. But he going to get credit for the phrase right now. And the joint is have that same energy. And I really like that saying because if we're going to be real, if we're going to keep it a buck, we don't have the same energy in everything that we do. You know, a lot of us talking about, you know, getting out of certain situations, which I alluded to earlier in the podcast. But we actually we put more thought, we put more effort into like our current situations than we do in the idea of getting out of those situations. And I understand why that is like there are certain, you know, if it's a particular job you have, let's face it, those things are you know, already set up for you, you know, uh, somebody's dictating your schedule, telling you, hey, you got to be here at this time. And if you're not, then you don't get paid. And, you know, that's the extrinsic, you know, factor um, in terms of why you are in that place at that particular time. But imagine if we could have that same energy and have that same discipline, that same focus for the things that we really want in our lives. And what it would look like if we were to to have that same energy, if we were to apply, you know, that ideology. I appreciate Maine for that. I appreciate Maine for his uh, his energy and his love for his family. This is Making a Difference. Come back, man. I'm your host, Ken Macon. I got to stay around even though Congress is shut down. My name is Lauren Macon, and you are listening to Making a Difference with my handsome husband, Ken Macon. You probably thought they only do port drillings and iron doors, but at AAA Iron and Fabrication, they do a whole lot more. They do grills, that's right. They fabricate custom grills for your cookout needs. 
They forge team-specific iron doors, meaning that you can show support for the Atlanta Falcons, the Georgia Bulldogs, or whichever team you love. Of course, they do a top-notch job with the services you are familiar with. They can make your porch look like new with hundreds of styles of railings, and they also provide security in style with window bars. AAA Iron and Fabrication is located at 2517 Deansbridge Road. They've been in business for decades, and they take pride in serving the Augusta community and surrounding areas. AAA Iron and Fabrication, they are ready to work for you. AAA Iron and Fabrication, 706-738-8044, 706-738-8044. Tell them you heard this ad on Making a Difference and you'll get 15% off your order. You could be giving the government way too much money and not even know it. Taxes can be complicated and the law changes often. It can be confusing when it comes to exploring all of your available tax saving options. Hi, I'm Doris Willard, and this tax season, come to the people you trust to know everything there is to know about getting you the most money, your locally owned H&R Block. Stop by our office today at 2664 Tobacco Road in Hepzibah. H&R Block, the one you know and trust. Humanitry House Juice Joint and Gallery is a unique oasis in the cultural corridor of downtown Augusta. We are a place for all to come and for all to be. We have a spectacular range of organic goodness, all of which is 100% free of animal products. We use only the highest quality ingredients with our priorities being vegan, organic, and local. Everything here is made with love from ingredients chosen with you and the Earth's health and satisfaction in mind. We use organic locally sourced produce and are always striving to find ways to reduce and reuse. We cold press our own juices and also serve raw food options, including vegan desserts, grab and go wraps and salads and smoothies. We have a great selection of kids juices and smoothies created with taste, texture and nutrition in mind. We have a small entertainment stage that has become one of the favorite small stage venues of many artists, musicians and music lovers. Humanitry House, we pride ourselves on doing things a little differently and seek to offer you an experience like no other in a setting that feels like home. Our home is your home. Humanitry House is more than a brand. We consider ourselves family to everyone who walks through our doors and everyone who is working towards living, juicing, and eating better. This includes a healthy lifestyle that will promote our children, parents, siblings, and all family members within our community. Although we sell fruit, vegetable, wheatgrass, sea moss, and smoothies and herbs, we are a juice bar. We are cheers for the healthy folk. Instead of a shot of hard liquor, you can get a shot of wheatgrass or E3 Live. If you need a healthy and cool social hangout spot that has a diverse group of people, then come visit Humanitry House. Everything here is made with love. Let family and friends see you juicing, eating healthy, and feeling great overall and watch it spread. Come visit Humanitry House at our new location located at 305 8th Street in downtown Augusta, right across the street from our old location. You can contact us at 706-364-2518 or find us on the web at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Humanitry House or www.humanitryhouse.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. 
Are you looking for affordable health care? Are you looking for a pharmacy that you can trust? Well, look no further than Medical Villa Pharmacy on 1520 Laney Walker Boulevard here in beautiful Augusta, Georgia. This may be a familiar voice to you. Hey, it's none other than Ken Macon from the hit show Making a Difference. And I just want to tell you about the fine folks over at Medical Villa Pharmacy. They're led by pharmacists Dr. Marshall Curtis and Baron Curtis. And I tell you, they provide great service for many of us here in Augusta, Richmond County. They take Georgia Medicaid, insurance plans, charge cards, Cards, WIC vouchers, and they even provide free delivery service. The Medical Villa Pharmacy is conveniently located in the Medical District near the Medical College of Georgia and Payne College. Medical Villa Pharmacy, they are dedicated doctors, medical mavens, and a blessing to the health industry. What more can I say but head to Medical Villa Pharmacy, 706-722-7355, 706-722-7355. Welcome back to Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. If you're listening to this podcast, Congress has shut down. And you're probably wondering, like, Ken, you said that like three or four times. It's kind of getting on my nerves. But here's the problem I had with Congress shutting down. Well, I got a lot of problems with Congress shutting down. The first being, I thought this was like a anti-Obama thing. Like this was a, we hate Obama, so we about to shut Congress down. Like we about to really have a fit out here. Um, you know, and it's it's just funny how people, and don't get me wrong, like Obama was far from a perfect president. I could, you know, actually do a separate podcast on things that I didn't agree with Obama about. But the idea to sit up here and act like, you know, Republicans and, you know, everybody who fits, or T-Publicans and everybody who fits in that ilk hated Obama on account of like political principles is a bunch of BS. Those people hated Obama because he presented the image of a black man, of a competent black man who was in a position of leadership. And so he was attacked because of that. And that really created some of the origins of the original shutdown. Now it doesn't even make sense that they're shutting down because who are they fighting with? I mean, Republicans are blaming Democrats for this pending shutdown even though the republicans control the house and the senate that's a l that's a super l that's a l in a way that like it's not even fathomable it's like it's like how you lose the game when you're the only team on the field like y'all out here looking like <laughs> this remind me of like the the saints and the vikings joint man it's like it's no it's worse than that it's worse than that because again it's like i could see if the vikings or yeah if the vikings was the only team on the field and like chase keenan played pitch and catch with uh with stefan Diggs, but there was another team out there like literally the republicans are the only team on the field because again they have the house and the senate why are y'all shutting down like y'all got the juice y'all got the power like i mean this is it's unfathomable but the thing that really, really pisses me off, and I, I'm using the word pisses me off about this shutdown is they can afford to shut down and we can't. Like, I mean, I, I can't afford to shut down and you can't afford to shut down either. Like, what does it look like if you don't go to work for a week? What does it look like if you don't go to work for a month? What does it look like if you don't go to work for a year? Like a lot of you guys listening to this podcast are just like me. Again, we're keeping it a buck tonight, this morning. Like you can't afford it. Like we live in paycheck to paycheck and we're living paycheck to paycheck largely because of this culture that we've allowed, um, this two-party system 
where it doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican, we roll out the red carpet for corporations and we stick it to the layman, to everyday people like you and me listening to this podcast. And then keep in mind, Congress, they got they got it all laid out for them. They got health care. They got per diems. They get kickbacks. They got they got this sweet deal. And the first time they're presented with some real adversity and keep in mind, it's not real adversity. It's just public policy and and the back and forth and having to make decisions that, again, their elected officials, they were elected to office to take care of the people's business and in their inability to take care of the people's business. They say, you know what? We're going to take a few days off. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And as hard working, a lot of us are not even able bodied because think about how many times you've gone to work sick. Think about how many times you've gone to work and your kids been sick. Think about how many times you had to call into work and say you were sick when your wife was really sick. Because if you said your wife was sick, you wouldn't even get paid for it. And with all of this. These SOBs sit up here and say, hey, we're shutting it down. We're shutting it down. I'm going to go ahead and read some of this story from NPR real quick, just to provide some perspective on this situation. The federal government is now in a partial shutdown after Congress failed to pass a stopgap measure to keep funding going ahead of a midnight deadline. It's an unprecedented, unprecedented situation, given that shutdowns usually happen in times of divided government. But this is the first time it's happened with one party controlling both the Congress and the White House. Since most government offices won't open again until Monday, there's time over the weekend for legislators to reach a compromise and House members have been kept in Washington, D.C. In case that happens at midnight, talks among Senate leaders were still happening on the Senate floor after a procedural vote late Friday that lacked the 60 yes votes needed to advance a four week funding bill that the House passed on Thursday. Blah, blah, blah. You can again, the story is on NPR. You're probably asking yourself, well, what in the world are they fighting about? And here it is right here. Uh, Republicans and this is Senate Majority Leader uh, Mitch McConnell were angling for a four week continuing resolution that included extending the popular children's health insurance program for six years in an effort to entice Democrats to vote for the insurance program they wanted to fund. (laughs) But Democrats and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer were pushing to include an immigration measure that would include a pathway for to citizenship for roughly 700,000 immigrants enrolled in the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program the Trump administration rescinded last year. Democrats wanted a pathway to citizenship for those roughly 700,000 immigrants who were in the country illegally after being brought here as children. Republicans blamed Democrats for angling for the DACA legislative fix over keeping the government open, using the hashtag Schumer shutdown and launching an accompanying website focused on Schumer. So what they did was (laughs) they played party politics and said, you know what? We're shutting this thing down. I, there's so many things to unpack there. I'm going to try to unpack it in a, as little time as possible. First of all, playing politics with important issues such as immigration, such important issues such as, you know, children's health insurance is disgusting enough. But again, this is this is what Congress does. This is, you know, business as usual. This is business where we put all white men on one side. We put all white men on the other side. We, you know, set up corporations, you know, you know, corporations and and lobbyists. And this is what we get. We get situations where we everyday people get cut down to the bare bones. And when these old white men on both sides can't figure this thing out. 
They say, hey, we're not going to play ball at all. We're just going to shut it down. And my my solution is simple. Well, it's not simple. It's simple. It's simple in theory. But again, you know, we are in this country where, I mean, like it or not, we're beholden to corporations. I mean, we're in everything that we do right now. There are 20 cities um, look jostling, fighting, negotiating to have Amazon set up a headquarters in their city. And the idea is, hey, you know, Amazon's going to bring jobs, which is true. The question is, what type of corporate kickbacks, what how how is your city going to roll out the red carpet? And why why in the world in our cities and, you know, our, our towns and our governments roll out the red carpet for us with all of the things that we invest into this country, into our communities? Why don't we see some kickbacks? Why don't we get the respect? And I'll tell you why we don't get the respect. We don't get the respect because we don't involve ourselves in the political process. We don't involve ourselves enough in a way that demands accountability from every single person who is an elected official, whether they're Democrat or Republican. We got to stop playing the two party game. 2016, we should have learned that lesson. They presented two slop candidates for us to choose and said, hey, you got to pick one or the other. And most people well, excuse me, I'm not going to say most people because there were a lot of folks who did not want to choose. But the political process should not devolve into what it devolved into in 2016, because make no mistake about it. it I mean, Trump, Trump is a mess all, you know, in and of itself, because that's basically what happens when you elect a celebrity to office and not only a celebrity, but as a divisive and. To be to have so much money, to have so little culture and little understanding in terms of like diversity as Trump is is unbelievable. But make no mistake. Yeah, I mean, like people say, well, here with Hillary, Hillary Clinton, but her emails, but her emails. Stop it. Hillary blew, blew the uh, breakaway dunk. I mean, she lost to this guy as bad as this guy is. She lost to this guy. And the reason why she lost to this guy is she played politics as usual, which was I'm not going to care about black people until it's time to get their vote. I mean, when did when did we see campaign ads from the Clintons? October, I I believe I I saw or heard my first campaign ad like leading up to the election. It was either I don't even think it was late September. I think it was it was like early October. You took it. I mean, she took it for granted and she lost. And to me, that's the that's the first that's the first rule of campaigning is never take your opponent for granted. You invest whatever it is you have to invest to make sure that you win. But to be perfectly honest with you, I mean, I've I've never had less faith in the two party system. And it really just speaks to like what is needed in this country. And that is, I mean, vote, vote them all out. And I know people say that. As kind of a like kind of a thumb your nose at the government type of deal. I mean, it is that in theory, but for me, it's much more. It's an understanding, a realistic understanding. And it's a perspective as a black man in this country who cares about black people, not just black celebrities, not just popular black folk, but all black people understanding the wealth disparities that exist in this country not and the wealth disparities that. You know, tr- that not, now here's the real trickle down. 
that trickle down into environmental disparities that trickle that trickle down into educational disparities. Just so many things where you have the there's a the haves and the have nots in a way that I I know people really don't understand because we have this idea of as long as black celebrities are doing well, that we're doing well and nothing can be further from the truth. There's a great rap line. Well, it's not a great rap line, but hey, a lot of people roll with it. I roll with it at first. What's better than one billionaire? Everybody says two, right? No. That's not right. Think about a billion dollars and what that means. A billion dollars. Let's break that thing down. That's a thousand million. Now think about a thousand people with a million dollars. Because most of us say, hey, if I can get to a million, man, I'm set. Think about a thriving middle class neighborhood, what that looks like. That's not even a million dollars, right? That's like. $250,000 in wealth. So you know what that is now? Now that's 4,000 people. And you think about the paradigm shift that happens when you're able to distribute wealth in that way and you're able to create wealth opportunities for people in that way. 4,000 to me sounds a lot better than two. And excuse me, because no, that's just one, right? Because one billion is, is is the thousand million. So now I'm not just talking about 4,000 people. For your two billionaires, I got 8,000 people with that 250. We got to we got to we got to look at this thing different, man. And a lot we got to we got to we got to have that paradigm shift. But the shift happens as individuals. And so I'm back here to myself as an individual wanting more for myself, wanting more for my family, wanting more for my wife and my son. And so many of you, so many of you all are, are in that same boat. And that is why we're here. And that is why I commit myself to excellence in this way. Excellence that is honest, that is open, that challenges anyone and everyone. If that is what is required. It's not riding a wave of popularity. It's, you know, if I got to be on an island, I'm going to be on an island. If I have to stand with a community for something I believe in and something the community believes in. I stand for that accordingly. But that's where we are. Appreciate you guys listening as always. Thank the sponsors. Thank family. Thank friends. Thank you all. Hey, it's it's 2018. You know, a lot of us say, hey, this is going to be my year. If it's going to be your year, you can't do things the same way you did them in 2017. Because if if this is your year, then obviously whatever you did last year didn't work. Or maybe it's just a matter of building on what you did last year to make this a better year and and all those things i'm hoping for you i'm rooting for you i'm praying for you and i love you peace and god bless did you enjoy that episode of making a difference if you did then i want you to follow and keep up with the making a difference movement on twitter on facebook on soundcloud and on itunes if you're looking us up on itunes search for making m-a-k-i-n a difference soundcloud all you gotta do is go to soundcloud.com backslash making a difference on twitter the handle is difference making m-a-k-i-n and on facebook you can go to facebook.com backslash making a difference show s-h-o-w thank you guys so much for supporting the movement love you guys peace and god bless you win perfect